Hi, my name is Rishi and you're listening to Mr. Chaos exclusively on Anchor. Today we have a very special guest. We call him an L&D practitioner, a leader, an inspirer, a motivator. Uh he's an age-old name in the field of learning and development in the corporate industry. And uh, as we hit the pandemic, uh there are emerging trends and to discuss the scope of learning and development and what it holds for the future. Uh we'll talk to the man himself. uh we have surya prakash mahapatra uh on the show with us today hi surya welcome to the podcast hi rishi thank you very much thank you for inviting me to your podcast <laughs> always always a pleasure surya so uh we are amidst the pandemic in in 2020 so how have you been and uh, what have you been up to these days i'm doing pretty good i think the last few days have been really challenging turbulent uh but has had uh, given us loads of learning lot of discoveries um so i'm definitely uh, enjoying this and then you know also trying to help uh, my colleagues my customers my friends um and we are all together in this right absolutely and i think looking at the speed with which the crisis has uh, you know overtaken the global economy it may provide a clue to how deep the recession will be do you think uh, we we will really see a recession like we did in 2008 uh rishi we are already in a recession and i think is a deep recession <laughs> <laughs> so pandemic actually has halted uh, not just people's lives but life livelihood as well um definitely there has been a great impact on economy on business on our lifestyle um on on almost all aspects of our lives so are we in a recession yes we are in a deep recession uh that's no doubt about it absolutely surya so uh, specifically for learning and development because you come from that background uh for our viewership if you could just you know uh talk us through the journey as to what happened was it a conscious decision of you moving into learning and development uh were you always a part of lnt right after college and uh, what made you choose this i mean it's, it's been so many years but uh, if you could just talk us through your journey sure you know let me share some secrets with you today uh my childhood dream <laughs> my childhood dream was to become a politician oh. and um, yeah but not for the sake of power or anything but um I think from my childhood I had a deep desire to make a difference to the world to touch people's lives uh, to be precise and I felt politics um, is a powerful tool to get there but I think as I grew up somehow I lost interest uh, in politics because of the nature of uh, the profession etc or whatever it is right and um, uh in in my school days uh, i was participating in public speaking and debate contests um so when i completed my graduation my dad told me you're good at public speaking were good at speaking uh you should become a lawyer so that's how i kind of landed up in a in an llb program um started pursuing law for some time uh then i realized it's not my cup of tea and i dropped out of my law program and got into entrepreneurship after my graduation 
Interestingly, my first venture was in the training field. I had set up a training center, and uh, the fact that I was good at public speaking, etc., uh, also made me a good trainer. So I was not just uh, running a training center; I, w- I was also a trainer, the principal trainer in that center, mm-hmm. and uh, ran that for some time. Uh, then uh, I decided that my entrepreneurship venture is not taking me very far. It's, it, you know, I have not been really made it um, something uh, exciting, outstanding, though it was running uh, very well, but it was, uh, you know, running in a mediocre, mediocre fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think then I got into uh, the corporate world, started my, my career in the corporate world into um, uh, a profit center management, uh, then into uh, sales uh, and marketing for some time, business development. I ran operations. Uh, I was into channel partner management for some time wow. before I landed myself in, a, in an LD role. And um, so once I landed myself in an LD role, uh, there was no going back. And the fact that my childhood dream or desire to touch lives, uh, make a difference to people. I think that dream was best fulfilled in my uh, role in L&D because I realized this is one role where I can actually touch thousands of lives. I can ignite minds. I can make a difference to people. And uh, once I got into that role, there is no looking back. And in today's pandemic situation, as we talk about, I can really vouch for the important role that L&D professionals can play um, in terms of touching lives and making a difference to people, to their livelihood, to their career, uh, and so on. Um, So to answer your question, uh, did I um, know that I'm I'm going to pick up this role? Uh, No, I had no idea because when I started my corporate career, Probably LND as a function did not exist. It was part of uh, it was a part of the HR function. Um, yeah, so the definitely I did not uh, come into this by choice. Uh, but I think once I landed here, it became my choice, and probably became <laughs> my career destinations. Absolutely, Surya, and I think uh, it, it's the same with a lot of people. Uh, it, it takes them quite some time to figure out as to what they really want to do in life, what their calling is. And different people have different inspirations, I'm sure. So as a part of learning and development or your overall growth in life, I mean, do you have a person who's had a tremendous impact on you as a leader? And if, if yes, then how did this person, you know, impact your success? Yes. While there are many individuals, um, many people, many mentors influenced me, uh, including my parents, uh, many mentors along my career journey. The person who had the most profound influence on me uh, is my spiritual guide, Sri Thakurunapul Chandra. And uh, when we talk about a spiritual guide, when we talk about spirituality, uh, sometimes people associate spirituality with religion, with rituals, with customs and practices, etc. But for me, spirituality is not that. Um, through um, the guidance of my guide, um, I have understood by practicing spirituality um, the connection with self. The realization that I am the creation of the creator 
has given me immense power and strength because the creator has infinite strength and energy and then if you realize the moment you realize that you are the creation of the creator you inherit infinite power and strength within yourself and that makes the big difference in you as an individual so uh, for me um um when i look at myself from a spiritual point of view uh mm-hmm. i am my soul so i am not um my title i am not my position i am not the job that i do um i am uh my soul uh my spirit my existence and when you realize that um then the sense of strength and power comes into you and then you become fearless because the moment you think the moment surya thinks that surya is the global head of of the lnd function uh, in a global organization then you attach yourself with the title of course um then when you attach yourself with the title or designation or position then you always have the fear of losing that you know because you are attached to it absolutely but if you're not attached to um if you're not attached to the title but you're attached to uh your uh yourself and the creator then you are fearless you are um equipped uh, with infinite strength and energy and power that makes you grounded on one hand but makes you extremely determined on the other hand yeah. that makes you uh fearless on one hand but you never become arrogant on the other hand you know yeah. um that makes you balanced level headed and so on so many a time people ask me hey you are a spiritual person but how are you in the world of business you know <laughs> <laughs> so generally people believe that a spiritual person is less aggressive calm quiet uh may not be result oriented and so on but these are you know uh wrong uh these are misconceptions you know actually a spiritual person is highly determined uh uh he has um uh, definitely immense amount of uh, strength he or she is fearless absolutely balanced grounded which imbibes a lot of trust and brings in a lot of empathy and also uh, a spiritual person is somebody who is um uh who actually has um you know uh, a lot of uh, you know the sense of uh, self realization uh, which continues to you know guide him on the path so and at the same time he also brings in huge amount of intensity and passion in in what he or she does um right. i think these are the qualities you need in business you need intensity and passion you need to be fearless uh you need to be balanced you need to uh have empathy for your customers your people and so on um so rishi i am in the journey so uh, do i claim that i have all these qualities no uh but i have the sense of um uh determination um and 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 the belief that you know i'm on that journey and then i can i can get there absolutely and i think i can really relate to what you're saying cuz um 
when i was a small kid i was initiated and uh, that's called diksha in hindi and uh, you know the spiritual journey begins from there i had you know no to very little idea because i was pretty young at that point but uh, spiritualism came into existence uh, when i underwent a lot of pain uh, you know and suffering in my life for a period of time so yeah, i can really relate uh, to what you're saying surya so uh, i mean being in the corporate industry for such a long time uh, what do you think you know it takes to make it big in any corporate for that matter you know you've been a leader for so many years now uh, decades i could say so people talk about flat tree people talk about smart work people talk about hard working uh, you know uh, networking for that matter you you've got to have networking skills um so is it a combination of everything that you need or do you really need to flatter your bosses super bosses to get there because we've seen a lot of instances and examples to be candid uh, you know across organizations where uh, you know there is lobbying that's happening all the time and you know there are favorites that are chosen uh, before you know positions are rolled out uh, people know who's going to get selected so what what is the secret mantra to keep moving up the ladder um you know receipt uh thousands of books have been written on leadership millions of pages have been written if you log into youtube or social media you would find podcasts and videos on leadership etc so i don't want to sound repetitive by talking about uh the leadership mantra um but but having said that i believe in um one thing that uh for a leader to become successful and a true leader a leader must have a larger purpose um uh, the larger purpose is uh, it is purpose over profits it's a larger objective of making a difference um one of the most successful business leaders um in this world in our times uh bill gates right. uh, who was the richest man in the world at one point in time and probably one of the richest to today um uh, started microsoft but when he started microsoft he had no idea that he is going to become the richest man in the world uh right. he did not start microsoft to become the richest man in the world he started microsoft to um make a software which the common man can use he had a purpose it's the purpose which which drove him to what he achieved he became the richest man in the world is only incidental that's another matter right so um i think the most important attribute for a leader is purpose and the purpose is not about making wealth um becoming the most profitable organization or making the most profitable organization but having the most meaningful purpose for your customers for your colleagues for your workforce for your stakeholders and partners if that is there everything else will fall in place um so that brings us to the second quality which actually comes with purpose is the value proposition so right. what uniqueness that you have as an individual which will enable you to achieve that larger purpose what is that uniqueness what is the distinctiveness that you have as as a, as a leader and the third uh, attribute uh, rishi uh, would be resilience so once your purpose is clear and once you understand what is your value proposition that you are going to use as a tool to get to a purpose 
then pursuing that with single minded focus and devotion uh you might go through ups and downs you may you may fail you may not succeed for some time um you are ready to make course correction learning making changes to your approach um but pursuing your purpose with a single minded focus and devotion going after it going after it with great resilience till the time you have achieved your purpose uh i think these are qualities which are absolutely essential to become successful apart from everything else that you talked about so i'm not discounting them but if you have them but you don't have this um i doubt if you can become successful you talked about you know nepotism you talked about uh uh you know different other uh, means that people take to achieve uh, their career goals but these they are short lived they will not take you far mm-hmm. and a leader who is driven by purpose not by profits designation title position etc will not worry about all this so he doesn't have to take any unfair means um to uh get to the pinnacle of success uh because uh he is he or she is not really attracted by the position or or power or the title but he is driven by a larger purpose and when you're driven by the purpose the whole world whole universe will um conspire to uh support you awesome awesome surya great to know your perspective on this so uh taking this conversation a little uh little ahead for senior roles when you're faced with two equally qualified candidates uh, i'm sure you've interviewed so many people over the years for senior roles so when when you've got two equally qualified candidates how do you determine whom to hire i mean when does something come to your mind at that point yeah i think sometimes you are uh, faced with situations like this you have two candidates both are equally qualified um, both have got similar experience um, and then you're not sure <laughs> and then you but it's not a draw of lots uh, that you use to decide who is the candidate that you would like to go for but i think over the years what <laughs> over the years what i've realized rishi is i think when everything else is constant qualification experience uh, etc i think what i typically look for or i would look for uh would be a few things so i think the most important thing thing i would look for is um does this person really want to do this mm-hmm. why does he want to do this why does he want to take up this job because he badly needs it uh because he is excited inspired by what he or she is going to do in this role or he is inspired by the money or 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 anything else or the comforts or the need to be in a particular city or in a particular organization and so on so i would look for that passion i would look for that um you know the desire to do this role you know i asked this question to almost every candidate why do you want to do uh, why do you want to be in this uh, why do you want to take up this lnd role Uh, right. don't you think elite role is a thankless job um <laughs> but you know sometimes you see that spark in people they want to be in lnd because they're passionate about it because they want to make a difference they want to touch lives 
they want to be with people inspire them encourage them enable them and when you see that attitude when you see that desire you are sold even if sometimes the qualification is not meeting your requirement and the experience is not meeting your requirement but if you see that passion if you see that desire right. you are sold um the second quality i would look for is uh, learning agility is that person a good learner um does this person come with a i know it all attitude or he comes with i want to know everything attitude so that's a key differentiation that's a key differentiator because if the per- if a person comes with an i know it all attitude then that person can be detrimental to the organization and to himself and his own career Absolutely. but if if somebody comes with an open mind with a with a learning appetite um i would go for that person and uh, the third most important quality i would look for is growth growth mindset uh no matter how qualified the person is and what experience that person has if the person comes with a fixed mindset uh will not be very keen on hiring that person but i'll be very keen on hiring somebody who has who has growth mindset who has that problem solving mindset who believes the world can change uh, who believes that things can get better and who believes that i can take the responsibility and accountability and ownership of making things better um so i think these are going to be the key differentiators and when you talk about it these are not this these are not uh, qualifications or experiences but these are traits which typically people don't learn in a b school or in a professional educational institution absolutely yeah so i think i think very nicely put surya uh, and these are characteristics that you won't find uh, on a piece of paper which is the resume but uh, and i think that's why there are interviews if if we could only look at skill set and uh, kind of experience a person has uh, we would just bring him or her on board and i think that's why so much of grilling also happens for uh, you know uh, diverse roles across an organization so what what advice would you give uh, to young professionals who want to move into learning and development and uh, you know now now that we are in the new normal in 2020 with this pandemic coming in uh what is the scope of lnd and what will lnd look like in the future a oh, great question um lnd um is going to be an enabler lnd is going to play very important role today and in future um as organizations and businesses try to come to terms with the aftermath of covid-19 when they try to come out of this crisis some of them would continue to struggle some of some of them may emerge stronger in the process but as organizations try to get out of this crisis they would like to bounce back they would like to transform themselves they would like to come up with new business models to uh, survive and thrive in the new world beyond covid-19 so they would need capability they would need uh, enablers they would need new strategies and business models so who can help them it's lnd leaders lnd practitioners who can help organizations bounce back who can help the workforce pick up the right skills 
it's not enough to come up with a new strategy and a business model you will have to train your workforce on how to ma- leverage that new business model absolutely you know um if the sales force in, in an organization is going to become virtual you'll have to train the sales force on how to sell online how to set up meetings with customers how to engage with customers online how to build rapport with your customers online you know they would need those skills um organizations would uh, need to um work uh, they need to enable their people to work in a um in a virtual uh, environment in a remote working environment uh who can enable them to do that people managers leaders will have to manage and lead people virtually remotely who is going to enable the managers and leaders to do that who is going to equip them with the right skills and the tools to do that i think lnd uh, can play an important role so i see a bright prospect for lnd i see lnd is the key differentiator uh, lnd has to be the partner to the business lnd has to um, uh, create new experiences for people as move forward on covid-19 what advice i would give to youngsters uh, come with an open mind be prepared to learn lnd changing lnd strategies are changing lnd tools are changing lnd has become more learner centric versus uh, instructor centric or trainer centric so adapt uh, reimagine yourself be prepared to reinvent be prepared to adopt uh, new tools new techniques but the core does not change the core is you will still have to enable people and um that we'll probably have to do on a new platform using new tools uh but we the core is to enable people that remains the same right so i think uh, in 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 the interest of time and um, i'm sure surya you have a pretty tight schedule we'll we'll keep it uh, until here until we hear from you the next time and uh, thank you thank you so so much for joining us and taking us through your journey uh, talking about learning and development the scope uh, advising young professionals and i'm i'm sure your experience is also going to enhance uh, people's mindset especially for people who want to move into lnd and i'm sure you know we'll we'll have good people coming in uh, into this fraternity so yeah thank thank you so much surya thank you yes it was great talking to you i really enjoyed having this conversation with you wish you <laughs> all the- sure thank you so much so that's that's it for today uh, for our listeners you're listening you're listening to amidst the chaos with rishi and all of you guys have a good day thank you bye bye